The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of land that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus tried, excuse me, Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, how can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? For Jews use nothing in common with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God, who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you do not even have a bucket, and the cistern is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who has given us this cistern and drank from it himself with his children and his flocks? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you people say that the place of worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. Your people worship what you do not understand. We worship what we understand, because salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming, and is now here, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And indeed, the Father seeks such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, the one called the Christ, and when he comes, he will tell us everything. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who is speaking with you. Many of the Samaritans of that town began to believe in him. When the Samaritans came to him, they invited him to stay with him, and he stayed there for two days. Many more began to believe in him because of his word. And then he said to the woman, we no longer believe because of your word, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world.
My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sin. Amen. We got the Holy Spirit today. Uh, in all these readings, the Holy Spirit is mentioned, and it gets me very excited because we have this direct communication with the Holy Spirit in our life. You know, when Romans 5 is talking about, <laughs> Romans 5.5, 5, one of my favorite scripture verses of all time, the hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The love of God poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And this living water that Jesus is talking about, what do you think that is but the Holy Spirit? This Holy Spirit poured into us for our salvation, for, our, for God's mercy to take root in us and to change us into little Christ, into saints. It's the work of the Holy Spirit in our life. St. John Chrysostom says, When the grace of the Holy Spirit enters a soul and is established there, it gushes forth more powerfully than any other spring. It neither ceases, dries up, nor is exhausted. And the Savior, to signify this inexhaustibility of the gift of grace, calls it a spring and a torrent. He calls it a gushing water to indicate its force and its impetus. The power of grace is so great that it can cast the soul into God and bring it divine intimacy and union, first in this life by faith and love, and then in heaven by the beatific vision. This fountain of living water inside each one of us is inexhaustible, is ongoing, is a torrent, is uh, Niagara Falls times 100. This grace of God that is living inside of each one of us this grace, this gift is the Holy Spirit. You know, God is love. We know that from the scriptures. God is love. And the first gift that God gives us is the gift containing all other gifts. And that gift is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit living within us. The Holy Spirit affecting us. The Holy Spirit changing us. You know, when you think about the kerygma, what is the gospel... It isn't that God just sent his son into the world, Jesus, but it's always, it's, catechism's very clear. It's about the double mission of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So put, take your hand in, in front of your face, like this, and then say, Jesus. So what did you hear? You heard Jesus. What did you feel? The breath. The Spirit and, whole, and the Holy Spirit and Jesus are always together in everything, and they are working together in this world, in this joint mission of the Holy Spirit, in which the body of Christ is. This mission of the Holy Spirit is completed in the church, the temple of God, and we are the we're the Holy Spirit and Jesus dwelling within us in this inner temple of the Holy Spirit. And it's through this indwelling of God, through this fountain of water in which we are brought into communion with the Father. The Holy Spirit prepares us 
for our mission. The Holy Spirit equips us for our mission. The Holy Spirit works through us completing our mission. The church's mission is not uh, Catechism 738. The church's mission is not an addition to that of Christ. It is, and the Holy Spirit, but it is its sacrament. In her whole being and in all her members, the church is sent to announce, to bear witness, to make present, and to spread the mystery of the communion of the Holy Trinity. So it's not like we have another mission other than what Jesus and the Holy Spirit have. We have the same mission, and we are the sacrament of that mission. In other words, typology is stuff in the Old Testament that points to being fulfilled in Jesus. For example, uh, Jesus or, Mo, or God fed the Jewish people with manna in the desert. That points to Jesus fulfilling it with the Eucharist. But then that points to us. We are fulfilling God's mission here today by at this Holy Mass, where the fulfillment of the Eucharist is shooting forth. And this power of the Holy Spirit that is empowering us is what is God's plan. Listen to this. 739, the Catechism. Because the Holy Spirit is the anointing of Christ, it is Christ who, as the head of the body, pours out the Spirit among his members to nourish, to heal, to organize them in their mutual functions, to give them life, to send them out to bear witness, and to associate them with his self-offering and the Father to his intercession of the whole world. It is the power of the Holy Spirit, this life-giving water flowing within us. This is what makes us who we are and how we accomplish God's mission. Here's what Pope Francis said. The Holy Spirit is the soul of the church. He gives life. He brings forth different charisms which enrich the people of God. And above all, he creates unity among believers. For, for from the many, he makes one body, the body of Christ. The church's whole life and mission depend on the Holy Spirit. He fulfills all things. What the soul is to the human body, which gives it life, is what the Holy Spirit is to the church. It gives the mystical body of Christ life. And finally, i got to stop, but I'll close right now with our great recently deceased Pope, Benedict XVI, B16, as I used to affectionately call him. You need your B16 vitamin. And this quote is tops them all. So listen to this. This is a Benedict XVI talking to the youth in Australia in 2008 about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us joy, and he is joy. Joy is the gift in which all other gifts are included. It is the expression of happiness of being in harmony with ourselves, that which can only come from being in harmony with God and with his creation. It belongs to the nature of joy to be radiant. It must communicate itself. The missionary spirit of the church is nothing other than the impulse to communicate the joy which has been given. Amen.